Hey everyone, Zach Dixon here, and welcome to our 33rd episode of Animalators, curious conversations from the world of animation. Today in the show, we have Tom Judd and Ed Barrett, creative directors from Animate. Animate has worked with clients like Google, Facebook, and IBM, um, and tons of other just incredible clients. Uh, we'll talk about their storyboarding tool boards, their passion for internal growth and learning. Uh, we'll get into the constant discovery of the identity of Animate and, and how they kind of figured out who they are as a studio and continue to figure that out. And we'll talk about how they managed to create such beautiful work across so many mediums. I'm excited to get into all of this and more on this week's episode of Animalators. Well, uh, thanks so much for, for joining me. I'm, I'm so pumped to have you guys. Thank you very much for having us. We, uh, we're very excited. We've been, yeah, we've, I'm so sorry it's taken this long to get a uh, time scheduled in. With, yeah, everyone's been ill, jobs <laughs> coming up. Mostly me, mostly I've been ill. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's great. We've, we've done it. We're here. That's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm so pumped. So for, I guess first, would you mind just really quickly introducing um, yourselves and kind of your roles uh, at Animade? Hello, I'm Tom. I'm the uh, co-founder and creative director at Animade, along with this chap. Yeah, I'm Ed Barrett, and I'm the other creative director at Animade. Uh, and essentially, our roles um, involve keeping creative tabs on most of the stuff, pretty much all of the stuff, and certainly animation-wise for me, that, that rolls out of the studio. Um, and uh, when we can, we kind of get involved on projects. But that's becoming uh, harder and harder to do with the, the, the amount of amazing stuff that, that our team are coming up with at the moment. But uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, let's let's jump right into that. I mean, I mean, you guys are... are a pretty decent size now. I think there's like 17 people uh, on your website right now and um, spanning quite a few disciplines, right? I mean, you've got you've got frame-by-frame frame people, you've got excellent illustrators, you're doing some 3D work right now, um, and of course you guys do a ton of interactive work. Um, so yeah, let's start there. How do, how do you guys do it all? That That's crazy to me. You do it all so well. Um, and and I, like firsthand, I just know like I, I'm very interested in all those things, and they're all so hard to do really well. Um, so yeah, I guess if you could just talk about that for a little while, um, I, I'd I'd yeah. love to hear about how you arrived at the place that you're at in that regard, and yeah, and how how you kind of keep pushing your team and yourselves to to make great work across such a a massive amount of styles and uh, executions. Yeah, okay. Well, um, oh, thanks for the kind words, firstly. I think it's, uh, it's, it's really what has driven us uh, over the last six or seven years to kind of try and maintain exactly that, exactly that uh, kind of eclectic, um, exploratory kind of world through the creative and, and the kind of concepting. And um, I think it, it kind of came about through university times really and and just uh just being in in a place where where you can can explore the pretty much everything at your disposal and you can make mistakes and you can you can just let ideas flow and not have to kind of strangle them back too much yeah i mean i guess you could you could say that as tom says that i mean both of us went to the rca and and there 
you know, the whole point was that everyone got really excited about just, just animation and the potential with animation and the freedom that it offers you. Um, and then sort of from there, Tom running the Animate blog, um, you know, prior to it being a company, it was a blog. And again, just a, an opportunity to kind of post people's work and get excited about stuff that was going on and, and, and enjoy what was going on. And, and I got involved with the blog as well after a time. And, and then into the, into the company when um, we were looking for work and we, and we were using these side projects as a, as a method of getting work rather than uh, essentially knocking on people's doors or, or sending out emails, sort of cold calling. We were creating content and we started off with uh, The Cowboy and really Steady Bang and, and then shortly after that The Learn series as well and, and it, it, it got the ball, ball rolling and we started to really see the value in that. And as the team grew, uh, those opportunities obviously become slightly easier to do the side projects because you've got, you know, you're able to have someone working on some client stuff and someone else can then sort of be doing some more uh, creative content just for the studio and 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 at the same time Tom and I were still able to have a, an input on it and and we'd all kind of be together and 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 get excited about it and again it's that it was that that look harking back to that kind of RCA mentality of hey this is brilliant you know we could try doing it like this and maybe we could try a bit of 3D or whatever and yeah it's just I think that it's, it's just that that kind of excitement and sharing that around the team and as the team grows it just means that the the creative pool kind of kind of gets larger really do a lot of these ideas like come directly from from you guys, or is it also like um, just kind of because of the specific team that you guys have kind of assembled? Yeah, I, I, I certainly put it down to the to the team. Um, yeah, we are so blessed with the the gang that we got working here, and I think it's. Um, I suppose that comes down to our the the way that we've kind of grown over the last six years it's it's been in in one one light it could seem as quite a explosive growth but actually everything that's happened everything that we've gone through has been so organic and uh in in terms of like some company growth it's very slow really it's uh we everyone who's joined us has had that belief and that desire to explore and create and uh, has a strong identity of their own in, in terms of what they can produce and and um, our hope is that we're kind of nurturing that and allowing people to explore those things but whilst we I suppose our role has, has been to kind of uh, kind of guide and um, curate in terms of like putting forward understanding of what's worked with for us in the early days of those kind of personal projects, those things that we put out that we suddenly realized actually that that series of um, 10 short bite-sized animation tutorials called Learns was yeah was a really kind of <laughs> nice way of approaching something. It, whereas if we had gone into doing a full like two minute film, we wouldn't have got anything out until mm six months later at a push I mean that it probably would have turned into like a four-year job and we'd have only just released it and nobody <laughs> would know who we are so I think we we kind of stumbled ac across a lot of kind of little things that grew us into like the three-man team that had some uh, some kind of notoriety and some visibility 
And I think everything that we do now, kind of pushing forward, we kind of, we always hark back to that and think about the, where we started and try not to lose sight of that. And I think as soon as we do, it's a, it would just be a different company. We, our culture would just uh, implode at the moment that we stop realizing what's so important about where we came from. Um, so it's an endless uh, kind of exercise for us to to keep a, keep an eye on that that kind of thing and mm. and also to keep on learning as well because like I say it, it's not like we figured it out there and then it's it's been an ever growing kind of well it's, it's never going to end it's just every, everything that we do we kind of think hey that worked maybe that could have been tweaked and yeah we're just kind of having fun exploring and innovating around everything really yeah it, it, it also really really helps having um team members you know it's quite sort of like-minded with, with us and and we it's with as tom says it's kind of been the we, we were really lucky that as uh, sort of like lana and milo and and then you know the, as the team's grown we've got sort of alex and frida they, they've come along on internships or 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 they've seen work that we've done that they've really enjoyed and they've got in touch and um a relationship has been built through freelancing and then you know we've, we've decided to kind of take them on and it's been that that our ideas and our the love of 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 kind of animation or, or you know essentially just you know creating content as a whole it, it's all really nicely aligned and everyone kind of brings their own thing to the table but we we kind of we're all kind of on the same wavelength enough that i think that without tom and i you know delving into and micromanaging which we we try to avoid Certainly on the personal projects, because you know you've got to let people do their thing, but we haven't needed to really do that. But still, I think that it's stuff that that we're happy to share as animated, uh, because just just naturally, as Tom says, that it's just kind of emerged like this that they've they've kind of been on that same wavelength, and we're all enjoying everything and enjoying having that output as animated. So yeah, it's just been a, a really sort of lucky uh, lucky strike for us really to have this team. Do you guys get a chance to do um, much actual animation these days, or is it mostly uh, directing now? Uh, that's, a, that's a great question. It's the age-old question. <laughs> well, that we've tried to swing back in our favor many times, and it's, it's tough. I mean, we, we both love animating. We both love designing, illustrating. So it's, when we get a chance, we jump at it. Um, but we know now, I mean, there's several times we've kind of scheduled ourselves onto projects as like uh, production hands and you suddenly realize after a week of trying to actually work on a project that you've managed to get one hour. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that if you look at our output, um, you could definitely, there are definitely bits on the larger projects that we've done recently that Tom and I were there as, as animators. <laughs> Uh, we might grab a scene, we might sort of be like, well, you know what, I want to do that scene and I'm going to do that scene in between all these all these meetings and schedule calls and uh, budgeting things. Um, I am going to do that. And uh, like uh, Mr. Porter, which was we, we did just before uh, just before Christmas, it was this Christmas campaign for Mr. Porter, Netta Porter. Uh, it was great because, you know, it was it was meaty enough that we could get lots of hands on it. Um, get some really nice drawn stuff on you know we, we were kind of directing as best we could um, but it, you know it, there were enough scenes for us to be like actually yeah I'm, I'm going to have that one 
I'm going to do that. <laughs> I think both of us managed to get a scene each. Yeah. Uh, a tiny scene. Then we got someone else to finish it. Well, like, yeah. Oh, then God. we suddenly realised that painting. <laughs> we're uh, not hitting our deadlines. Yeah, take, take, yeah. We, we're, so, we're, the, we're the ones that are holding the team up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, yeah, I, you know, I, I can say from a, a personal point that yeah, I don't, I, I'm not involved on animation as much as I'd like to. I animation is something that I am, I love doing. That just, I mean, probably more so than the designing. I'm probably much more an animator. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it, it becomes sort of harder and harder to do it. But you know, as Tom says, we're 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 trying to schedule ourselves ourselves on things. And every now and again, we're we're finding ourselves with a little bit of time to kind of maybe explore some ideas. But yeah, it, it it's it's been pretty tough the last few years as things have got really really busy. But uh, I don't know. Who knows when we, as as the senior team expands. Maybe we'll get some more time again. Who knows? <laughs> I think by that point I would have completely forgotten how to do it. So, yeah. well, I, I think as well it's become really, uh, really important for us to try and, especially with like uh, Edward sat here is a very, very, very fine animator, and for us it's making sure that he has time to talk people through and direct and teach mm. and uh, I. I it's another thing that we're trying to really kind of sway some some time back in in his favor to, to more of that time because it's it's hugely important and I think as um, we we grew animators as us for the first first year or two so and to keep those core beliefs and the core style and the things that I all our all our crew here are hugely talented but there's um, it's so easy to uh, to go through um, and progress without understanding certain things, uh, especially when it comes to animation. There's underlying little nuances that it's great just to have an eye on, and uh, we're we're really keen to just make sure that we're kind of trying to teach as well as just get people to to just do their stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, that's it. I mean, the teaching side of things is something that. We've we've always been quite keen on not just you know we we go to universities and we do run workshops and give lectures at universities oh, but wow. internally um, we've we've kind of we're always sharing information with each other which is why I think our workflows have become quite streamlined and we we're all in tune with how each other work and and what and, and learning and understanding that oh actually the way that I do things really isn't that good and I need to really listen to mm. this this person who is doing it this way because this is a really good way of doing it and. Yeah, we're, we're, we're sort of looking at ways that we can kind of continue that uh, and having like in, internal kind of meetings and... and yeah, and, I was going to say, do you have any specific like learning processes or teaching processes that um, that you guys are trying to implement and be consistent with? Yeah, I mean, there's uh, it's, been, it's been something that we've been trying to do for so long. I mean, since, since we had our first few interns in and uh, a few of them... Like turned into full-time members of a team and it's been again it's kind of comes down to time allocation and really making sure we're we're putting that time aside and it's actually only just this year that we've we've kind of said right we're gunning for this we are gonna make it happen um, so we, we're kind of going about it in very much kind of an internal sense so we're thinking right let's make uh, so Ed is actually putting together a, a, a just uh, trying to put it yeah, in spare time. Um, 
a series um, that kind of harks back to the very core principles, um, things that people are doing but maybe not necessarily understanding, or uh, it's stuff that I know that I don't know, essentially. Yeah. Stuff that I've kind of got by with, if, and I'll say to Ed, what, what does this need to do? And he'll tell me how to change a frame, or, and I'll do that, and then it'll look better, but not necessarily understanding why. And I think there's, there's so much of that that um, just happens. Uh, mm. People have deadlines, people have to do things. So, so for us, this is us kind of taking a step back to give Ed a chance to go go back to basics and then run through as much as possible. <laughs> I need Tell to try and remember myself. Yeah. First. <laughs> I need to try and, I need to try and remember. To, uh, <laughs> get him taught. I'm, I'm, reading, I'm reading all the animation books again. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I think that it, it's kind of like a recap thing and, um, you know, we, we all work, we do a lot of work in After Effects and it's kind of very easy for that to become a crutch. Mm, um, especially yeah. when it's kind of you can just lay down two keyframes and it does the stuff and then you, you do something weird with the graph and hey that kind of looks kind of right but I think that we're, with, we're doing a lot more drawn now we're doing a lot more kind of properly keyframe stuff uh, we're really enjoying kind of like doing sort of 3D animation but actually keyframing it sort of in a very classical way and um, to, to be able to be like right okay sort of strip away all of the all of the mod cons wait for that to go by <laughs> That was a big one. That was, yeah. that was a jumbo. So yeah, stripping away all of the mod cons and looking at it from the kind of the ground up and and you know get essentially like a reminder course internally. I mean, we're we're thinking about the notion of um, putting it out there on like a Facebook yeah. live stream or something like that as That'd well. Be amazing. Yeah. So I mean, we're hoping to get this sorted before mid-February. Yeah, I think the deadline was last week. Oh, I think wow. the deadline was today. It'll be live tomorrow. <laughs> the deadline, <laughs> the deadline for my prep was today, but luckily I was a little busy and I couldn't attend that particular yeah. meeting. But um, we're going to make it happen this time. Yeah, this no, it, it will. It will yeah. definitely be a thing. We can, you know, that can go on record that, that, that that's going to happen. <laughs> whether whether it will be kind of pushed out live, I don't know, but I mean, we, we'd oh, really we, like to. We, we're going for that. With the, with the source, um, we, we, we do a, a, a live event sort of six monthly live event um, called uh, Source and last the last one that we did we experimented with with Facebook Live and, and even though we, we couldn't keep it on for long because some of the speakers had sort of sensitive content that, that their studios didn't want shared uh, it was so fun just yeah. to kind of mm. have that immediate response from viewers yeah so this this feels like the, be the, the best you know kind of platform for it as a, as a kind of teaching platform and you know, good for me because I will try and remember how to animate again yeah, and then pass that and make fun. Controlling. Yeah, yeah, so that's people right. People can get on there and just say, What are you doing? Yeah, talking people are going to actually <laughs> Who are say you? how crap I am and ask me, How did you get to where you are? <laughs> He's faking. Um, yeah, that's, that's exciting. Exactly, yeah, it's just a big ruse. Um, I, yeah, so look out for that. That will be called. Uh, yeah, I, I, I will watch. Live. I'll be there. Uh, on the live, we'll try and make it. We'll make it uh, friendly to both sides of the ocean, um, which will probably be about this kind of time. Yeah, five, I would have thought so. Yeah, we're yeah. probably aim for that sort of thing. But yeah, we'll give it a go. So it's a glimpse into the future. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and this is maybe a good segue. I mean, I feel like this this is an amazing 
kind of um, or what would be amazing if you guys if you guys do go live for the animation community just to kind of um, kind of pour back into that and as well as your own team uh, and you guys do that in kind of a number of ways one of being one of them being um, boards um, could you guys talk a little bit about that tool that you guys are developing um, and and is out there and is wonderful um, but yeah could you just kind of tell us what that is and yeah, kind of bring us up to speed on, on kind of what's next for your, your plans in that regard. Yeah, so um, I'll give you a, a full uh, full debrief of where where and what happened. Um, it was you, about... You've, you've stopped this story so many yeah, times. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm excited it. to hear you talk this about it. This is the <laughs> the elevator pitch if the elevator stops and you've got two hours to... Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, a couple of years ago, well, last year... Uh, James and I were having a um, having a chat over a burger and a beer, I think. And uh, so, yeah, James is my business partner. He his background was interactive. He studied at the RCA, so we've we've always at Animate had that kind of one foot in the interactive arena, and it's taken many forms. And we do a lot of kind of crossover projects that take animation into interactive. Um, but the other side of it has been this kind of. Uh, uh, enjoyment of I guess helping our own company with its own workflows and uh, making like After Effects scripts uh, and making web apps that kind of speed up things like workflow things and yeah there was there was this one moment over the burger and the beer that I said to James I can't stand putting storyboards together this is ridiculous there's so many tools out there that allow you to do it but in such a ad hoc and complicated, complicated yeah. fashion that even if you had the I mean we spent I I spent weeks making an InDesign template that kind of allowed for numbering changes to happen automatically things like that but it was still so complicated um, and uh, so over the beer I, I said to James go and make me a uh, go and do this I didn't say that I said could you perhaps make me a a web prototype where you drag in some images and it just chucks them into frames and you can then add some text to it and within the space of a week he had made a prototype and um, yeah this prototype was I mean it was it was yeah. bare bones but I think at that point we had a couple of fairly large projects on one of which I was involved with that needed a lot of heavy storyboarding and I'd started out <clears throat> obviously without this I was actually over in San Francisco at the time um, oh, uh, name, name drop. Yeah, just you know, just as, as you are. Um, and um, <laughs> when I came back, this this thing was running, and all of a sudden, I was kind of like, well, "This is, well, this is great. This is really quick. I just <laughs> I can just literally put together a storyboard um, in God more than half the time that it would usually take. You know, I can spend more time doing the drawing and less mm -hmm. time on the formatting. So, yeah, at that point, I was kind of like, yeah, yeah this this is." We, this had, is going to change we had a few real like uh, pain points, and it, especially I think because we were slightly, we're getting to the point that lots of people were chucking storyboards together, and they were all doing it in different ways. They were all doing it with old templates, new templates, and so there was a certain amount of stuff going out to clients for us that was just totally without order, or it was still they were kind of good, but they would be very different to the last one they've seen, and maybe an old logo on it or something like that. There were just so many areas that we thought, hang on, this is, we could just make this simple. It could be a one button click to turn it into a PDF. 
and it's on the cloud so you can change it and version it so uh, since then it's just been a bit of a whirlwind trying to um i guess james and uh Cy and this the small team we kind of got dedicated to it just trying to make it as good as we want it to be so and i i think that's what it's got going for it is that we are using it on a day-to-day -day basis so and now we've got like a, a user base of kind of early adopters who are kind of using it and uh in their workflows and they're asking us if they can have features and it's it's amazing this kind of and we're kind of there on the sidelines with them going come on yeah that's we we need it to do this this and this and it's just really exciting we're, we're trying to maintain the simplicity uh, i think that's the key for us is that we don't want it to i think we've realized how many people storyboard it's not just filmmakers and animators it's a plethora of other disciplines that need that kind of linear uh, storytelling mechanism so we don't want to turn it into a this is just for filmmakers it's and that that's why we're kind of keeping it super mm. simple and making it it also adheres bones. to our kind of the mentalities and yeah. the way of, of the way that we design our our animations and you know even even from the very beginning with ready steady bang where it was about something that it was bare bones it was at its core it was just a a really simple idea with simple mechanics a clean design and yeah the guys are, are kind of pushing pushing that as the as the, the remit for for boards and yet yeah, shaping up so well. Yeah, I think uh, at the back of this, off the back of the kind of the kickoff of boards, we James has uh, put a lot, so much kind of time and effort into getting it going and started, and a lot of that has been dedicated towards like figuring out the best kind of strategy to to get it out there and tested. And we're just really, really kind of enjoying the kind of quick iteration startup mentality of getting it out seeing how people use it talking to people being as just engaged with the the user as possible and um seeing what we can do to to tweak tweak it really and yeah you, yeah, said, you said that you said that there were some like i mean it's not just you know obviously not just animators use storyboarding tools what are what are some interesting like other uses you found as you've engaged with people oh, who are using your your app it's so exciting. We, <laughs> it, they haven't got back to me, but we did have one kind of uh, initial uh, response. Some, somebody from NASA signed up. What? Uh, and <laughs> they, they were. I. It may still be a joke. It might have been somebody. No, from, like, they, they. They actually they have a, an animation team within NASA. Um, well, this this is the crazy thing. It wasn't their animation team. This really? was uh, their their rocket department. And they, they plan out flows of their, I, I don't know exactly what flows, but they, they actually got in touch via Intercom, which is like the, the, the app that we use yeah, to yeah. speak to the, to the people. And yeah, she was, she was like, this seems great. I'd love to get the whole team here at the, um, the rocket making studio. The they had a, better, had a better name. The special than rocket making um, factory. Yeah, but she was... Yes, they they use storyboarding to lay out their kind of linear pathways on uh, what's what's kind of going on, and it's, I think is yeah. There's there's been lots of other cases, um, kind of a UX when it doesn't when like flows don't require kind of thought points. Um, hmm. Storyboarding is uh, 
useful tool. I, I think like persona-based stuff when you're running through, and it's it's kind of crazy. I think as well, we we having uh, the experience with Animate, and you obviously get there's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff coming through from agencies. Mm. So there's a lot of agencies as well that they're storyboarding. Obviously, they're kind of doing the creative, so it is them kind of using it as that kind of tool as well. But they, they need, you know, they're the, they're the people that really benefit from it being sort of very quick straight back and very simple yeah. and very quick, very quick to kind of throw something together, uh, which is, you know, that's something that needs to kind of be retained, I think. Um, we've got, we, As Tom says, there's been some amazing feedback and all feedback is good feedback. Some of the features that have been suggested, you know, are, you know, it's coming from hardcore animators and they're kind of after very particular things that... Potentially, we you know could could kind of make it feel a little bit heavy, a little bit kind of overcomplicated. So it's kind of tough to work out how to implement that. I'm not saying that they, these things wouldn't be implemented, but it's sort of like we we it's it, it's so easy for something like this to kind of be like just get overexcited and <laughs> yes, we can have this in it and that, and it's going to be so good. And mm. and in a way, the way that we do, a, yeah. yeah. Maybe if you could animate the scenes as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, can it make a cup of tea? Yeah. But it's like it, it, the exercise has always been with all of these kind of projects that we've done. It's like let it, let's watch it, kind of the what it could be and get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then it's kind of then a, 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 a sort of matter of filtering that and condensing it back down. And hopefully, on the other side, whenever that might be, mm. we'll end up with a really nicely refined product that has that balance of being really usable and really enjoyable for a very wide variety of people, uh, you know, so, so kind of satisfying in that way, but also retaining that simplicity and uh, that ease of use that, that kind of, yeah, that just sort of makes it approachable for, the, for that kind yeah. of begin, beginner or, you know. Well, yeah, that's it. I think that's it, making it accessible to the beginner, but um, flexible to allow because yeah. Yeah. the um, I guess there's, there's so many great apps out there at the moment who've done just that have kind of jumped into um, that arena where there might have been some big players but they've just crushed it by making a simple flow uh, like Slack, Trello they're, they're, they're all just hugely usable and, and kind of friendly And I think um, yeah we're, we're just we're excited about next week because we're putting out the totally revised uh Redesign and wow. uh, we've got uh, we've got an exciting the uh, animate not boards has been working on the explainer for boards so there's kind of this nice inter studio uh, kind of we have a client in the studio which is basically James and <laughs> we're making him an explainer video um, but that's it's been great because we've kind of been our own client in that respect and it's it's just been we've just been able to say look let's make it really short and uh, mm. no it can't be two minutes long <laughs> the script is really 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 yeah. succinct yeah make the script very short and, and it's, it's been a wonderful experience so we're it might really confuse people <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah there are no full sentences hang on a minute why, why is this so distilled down yeah. I don't understand just says storyboards yeah. can you now do a uh, YouTube style uh, tutorial on how to use boards please yeah exactly <laughs> Um, so, yeah, we're we're so excited, and again, it's um, it's happening. It's 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 so organic. I mean, we when we kicked off, we we started looking for kind of investment, and then we thought, actually, no, we let's try and let's try and uh, 
do this in the same way, same vein. But we, it's also allowed us to learn so much as well about the the world of startups and and tracking and and oh, yeah. analytic and, uh, iteration and all of that again is kind of feeding back into animate. I think and a lot of the the processes and refinements for this year in animate are very much down to that kind of microscopic lens on boards at the moment in terms of like thinking, okay, where do we, where do we refine our process in animate? And, um, one, one big thing has been like pitching treatments, oh, yeah. the world of, uh, that kind of stuff. And it's, it's really opened our eyes on it. It's like thinking, okay, so let's do some actual strategic thinking around that what's what's winning us jobs what what are we wasting time on and how often would you say that you guys are pitching on jobs right now um we've had quite a busy january pitching and yeah the last couple of months have been a few yeah it's but then i mean our history our background pitching wise has been never really used to do that much of it and we don't we do it when it comes in but we're always a bit like okay so we're always wary of it because it's a bit, it's oh, a yeah. bit strange. It's, I mean, it's an investment for us, and we're a small team. And um, you know, a pitch like a, if if someone comes along and they want, you know, full design treatment and potentially an animation test, you know, that wipes someone out for like a week. And yeah. that's not something that we can often afford to do. We're often quite busy with other projects, and um, you know, everyone's time is is super super valuable. And the amount of occasions where it's been. It's not that we've not got the job. It's just they get you to do a really elaborate pitch, and and then the job physically just goes away. They say, "Oh, actually, we're not we're not doing this now." The client decided to drop it, which is fair enough, you know. In, the, in these situations, you know that happens, but it it made us really reflect on, you know, what how can we deal with this in such a way that it's not impacting on other things? Because you know it could be, you know, we could we could spend a week on a pitch, or someone could spend a week on an animated internal project, which is, you know, it's. It, for us, that's just as important. Mm. Yeah, um, most of the time, it's those um, like the the real killer projects that we worked on over the last five years have been ones where people get in touch and say, "Hey, animate, do us some animate," and the way we got those is by doing our personal projects. So if we put time into that time, we could put into pitching, into mm. putting out great work that attracts people to us rather than. A, bit of work that might win us a pitch that's speculative and it's it's really tricky and yeah it's you can see a, that it's an area of confusion yeah. for us <laughs> <laughs> but i think it's the same for everyone it's oh yeah and that's the issue and there, therein lies the issue is that there is no hard and fast rule on should you do creative mm. should you and we're, we're trying this year to be quite like treatment focused so rather than actually saying here's what we would do here's a picture this is what it will look like we'd actually just put together some proof points um, talk the client through why we're a good fit and um, and kind of explain how we'd approach it maybe in terms of creative but not gives them a creative frame that will could potentially cost us the job if it's not the right fit at that time and at the same time probably be thrown away if the job yeah, even came in exactly. because you know at the end of the day you're you, you're designing right. something on a massively tight you know time frame because you're like well I've, I've not got much time to do this pitch so I'm going to cobble this thing together I'm not going yeah. to think hugely about it and more often than not you, you get a job and it's kind of like, yeah well now let's do the design again sort of thing and you're like oh okay <laughs> well, was that worth me doing <laughs> yeah, yeah. so trying to 
trying to sell ourselves on the merit of other work that we've done that could potentially really fit in. And I think that, that again, that brings us back to the importance of doing our own personal work because it does mean that we've, we've got a, a big pool of, of stuff that we can kind of draw upon that we can say, well, you know, actually what something like this could be really perfect for you yeah. or, you know, this was really successful online and it was a series-based thing, maybe we need to think about that, try to bring that to the table and, yeah, sell ourselves on the merits of our, our actual work that we've completed and rather than sort of cobble together something really, really quickly for them that we think they might like, but at the end of the day, as Tom says, it could be totally not what they're after and then yeah. they walk away from us when, you know, we could have really got it. So, yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's a really, really tough one to, to kind of consider. Have, have you ever been asked to pitch and then kind of countered with like a, hey, like, you know, what, can, we, can we just submit a treatment like you were just talking about? Um, yeah, yeah, we, we're trying to do that at the moment. It's okay, very much yeah. our, I think, I, and I, we, we always make it clear uh, to, the, to the client. I, it, it's, uh, like I say, it's, it's us trying to test the waters whilst it, we're in the position where we can kind of make a, we can try things out and uh, currently there's enough stuff kind of bubbling away that we can do that. So that's fortunate, but it's, I think for the whole industry, I think that there's, there's so much. It, it's so tricky. There's, there's so much yeah, about you it. You can get a very in, deep conversation about yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> the, the whole. I think it's just so destructive when like we did this earlier this month. We uh, we pitched through something and we didn't put any creative forward because we knew it would take uh, Milo, who we put forward as the creative. It would take him several days to get something that wasn't actually the finished thing it would be something that was a work in progress and to explain that it's a work in progress is a whole whole other thing so we decided right let's put through like all the proof points that we can achieve what their brief is and um, get Milo to talk through his creative objectives and it went really well um, but then the uh, the whole project got canned mm. um, from the client up and uh, climbed down even so we were actually stood there thinking, well, we just missed, um, well, yeah, we had a good chance still, but uh, we didn't put those two days into something with spec. Yeah, sort of dodged it, but dropped off. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, in that time, he's been working on something that we know is going to go on Instagram and be absolutely fucking amazing. So it's, it's a really, it's a really interesting year for that, I think, for us. So we're going to think from, we're looking at doing more kind of when we get a chance to treat if it doesn't feel like us we maybe have a think about whether it's even worth it, worth uh, kind of investing that time because that's the other thing so many people blanket email animation companies and say hey give us all this stuff about that kind of job and mm. being able to look at it and think actually that's so suited to someone else and we would have to kind of jump through hoops to try and prove that we could do that mm. if we're lying to ourselves about whether we'd be the right partner is it even worth putting something forward and it's just opportunity cost I suppose it's like if we can put time into doing stuff that puts ourselves out there for the stuff that we want to do over trying to chase potential a few bucks here and there we also don't like stress so, yeah. <laughs> so we, if, you know, we wouldn't we want to we, you know we at the very beginning, when it was sort of Tom and myself doing the animation side of things, and James very much propping us up uh, because it was so early and no one knew who Tom and I were, 
we, you know, it was it was stressful. We we were taking on lots of jobs. We were literally turning a job around every week, and there was just still oh, wow. just the two of us. Um, you know, after a while, we kind of were getting help from friends, like Dan Chester of uh, Moth Fame, and a friend of ours, Joe Bishard, and and you know they came in. They were like our early freelancers, but it would literally be that would be it. It would be at, the, at most three of us, um, and you know we'd be doing all the production, we'd be doing all the all of the emails, we'd be doing. Absolutely everything. We'd wear all the hats and get really, really stressed and <laughs> yes. um, work our backsides off. And, and even like pushing ourselves into things that we weren't that you know comfortable with in terms of style. So you know we 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 took on like a stop motion job when we were totally ill-equipped to do it. And I think that you know through all of these exercises, we we learned that we don't like to be stressed very much. <laughs> so, you know, we, we try and work, we work, well, we do, we work uh, very set sensible hours with everyone. We tell everyone to go home at six. We don't do overtime. We, um, and we, and we, you know, we're starting to think, you know, do we, as Tom says, do we take this project on? It's not something that we're going to, we're going to have to kind of either get outside help on or we're going to have to learn on the fly and it's going to be difficult because we don't like making mistakes when it comes to client work. You know, we do our own personal projects that's another advantage of doing a lot of our own personal stuff is that that's where we can make the mistakes mm, yeah um you know that, that it's fine to make a mistake there but when you're kind of dealing with a, a tight time frame you want to make sure that everything you, that you're doing is you know fine-tuned so the final project is the final product sorry is is just right so yeah it's that's another thing that factors into it that that kind of understanding this yeah, is going to yeah. be a rough road for us so why would we put ourselves through that mm. So you you had mentioned a little bit of, of kind of the the early days. How how did you guys meet, and and how did kind of Animade come together as a studio? I skipped over the hill and the dim <laughs> sunset, emerged from the blinding sunlight, and I was walking down a beach. <laughs> if only it was that romantic. Yeah, I was jogging towards me. Uh, it was the Royal Royal College of Art, I suppose, that gave where we first met. It, um, so I, I was in the class, uh, I was sandwiched between Ed Barrett and uh, the year, he, Ed was the year above me and then below me was the, the whole Moth Collective, um, so Dan, Margot and oh, Dave yeah. were all the year below me, they, so I, I was kind of... We yeah, had them I, on Animal Eaters a, I don't know, a couple months ago maybe. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're, they're so nice. Um, yeah, they're great. They should stop doing so much work though, they're too chlorine, <laughs> anyway, too good. Give us a chance, um, but they, uh, yeah, it was a it was a really great place. The RCA, there were so many other talented people, and I think through that, um, yeah, we, I came out of the RCA and was doing some animation, directing agile films. Um, I, uh, having known James since I was eleven years old, and we had been doing various things through university and uh, setting up websites and things like that and blogs. Um, I always knew that there was kind of this desire to start a company uh, when, when we left the RCA. He, he was the year below me in Interactive, so I was kind of out, out in the real world for a year um, waiting for him to graduate. Uh, during that time I was directing a, a mobile phone animated advert and Ed had also been working on a very, well, the, the, same, the same campaign, wasn't it? Mobile phone brand. <laughs> yeah. So it was all, um, the whole of London, I think. Every drawn animator was working on this one campaign. Um, and uh, I just happened to get uh, a job through Agile that 
required me to kind of uh, get a few more animators on board. And um, yeah, I spoke to Ed, and he was he was willing to kind of come and help out, having already kind of got to grips with the whole thing anyway. So <laughs> it was it was perfect. And I think from there, we obviously knew each other, but the, we hadn't ever done done a project together. So no, yeah, I think I, I mean I've been I've been pratting around doing various bits of freelancing, and I been a freelance director at, at a studio for a while um, but I knew I always knew that I kind of wanted to be involved in something that sort of extended the, the ceiling I kind of felt like freelancing I loved it I really enjoyed it and I enjoyed the fact that you know got lots of friends from it and got to meet great people and meet great studios but I, I really felt like well I mean it's it's either I'm kind of working on someone's project or maybe I'm, I'm directing something but I'm still kind of there, there wasn't that kind of element of freedom or that or that element of sort of expansion for myself. Um, and I think that, you know, after working with Tom and we, the, the, the campaign that we'd been working on with Agile was, we had a really, really great time. Um, we were sort of working together on and off for about a year following that. And this was probably sort of from 2009 through 2010. And, and Tom and James were, were kicking off Chambers Judd and they got a studio space. I, um, they were lucky enough to kind of lend me a, a desk and, and I, we started kind of working on other projects um, and Ready Steady Bang happened and then uh, sort of right off the back of that, um, sort of Tom said, look, we're, I really want to kind of push animation um, and uh, as, as part of Chambers Judd and, but, you know, it kind of makes sense to kind of have, um, have kind of a name behind it. So Animate, which was the blog that Tom ran, um, became the name, uh, which is a great name. Yeah, it's a very good name. Um, uh, well done, Thomas. Stumbled across that. <laughs> Names are hard. Very close. Yeah, I I looked at Vimeo and thought, right, they just took video and changed the letter. So I uh, <laughs> That's did the a same great thing. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Vimeo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, and I guess that yes, yeah, sort of, we it sort of started and we sat in a room and. The phone didn't ring. <laughs> yeah. uh, we thought we thought the phone would ring, but the phone didn't ring. We didn't even have a phone. No. We had a, a bowl full of tea dregs. Oh yeah, we had a terrible a little studio that was, it was in such a great location right on Old Street, Curtain Road. It's real Shoreditch and great vibe, but it was essentially just a granny flat with a, just a single room with a, not even a sink. We had a, bowl of water that we had to go and empty it down the toilet every day once we'd finished washing our plates. It was it was awful, <laughs> but it was a, such a great year. Character to, yeah, call it. Exactly. Um, yeah, so from there we just, we spent the last five or six years kind of refining uh, and, well, figuring out what we were doing. It was it, essentially a very organic uh, growth of animate into what it is now and, and a long... Along with that, the, the kind of digital offering, and that has gone from being uh, right at the other end of a spectrum, like very straight up web stuff, um, and that's slowly being kind of refined into something that is kind of uh, within the brand of Animate. Um, so now that the the digital work that we do is is Animate Digital, it's uh, it's kind of the the party pooper, if you're familiar with that. Oh yeah. Things, things are very bad at character it. Character heavy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, there, there are some crazy good people on, there are. on the internet. Yeah. Uh, who became very obsessed uh, 
I don't know. We ruined 18 their life. seconds was yeah. the fastest, wasn't it? Something it's like that. A bit crazy. But yeah, it's, it's those kind of projects that we, we suddenly, we saw the point of difference in, in the that kind of digital and um, and thought that's that's kind of cool. It's got character in it and it's uh, it's animated, but it's interactive. And I think um, it's it's kind of got there in, in six years. Yeah, you you mentioned you mentioned character, um, and and I and that's kind of I think the language on your your website your portfolio is kind of really based around the concept of character um could you maybe like unpack that a little bit for us yeah uh yeah it's a difficult one because i think that again it's one of these things we sort of came to sort of naturally and i think that if you look at where we started and you look at say ready steady bang as an example and we you know we very early on, that was kind of like a yeah, collaborative project between Tom and myself and came up with this character design that in a way was the kind of, that stemmed into what Animate is, you know, with, its, with some of its design principles, keep it simple, keep it, you know, but make sure it moves really well and make sure the audience really connects and feels for whatever it is that we're animating. And I think that we saw through kind of like retrospectives on, on that project and a few of the others that we did, we, we were really seeing the benefit uh, of characterful, and, and not necessarily like your, your standard character animation, but characterful animation where you're considering everything that you do, even the, the motion graphics where you're just really just animating shapes and letters. That in itself needs to have a personality. It needs to have weight and it needs to have form. So everything that we'd, we understood from you know animating a character, we wanted to apply... To, to everything that we did and and then pretty soon that was something that we were kind of really kind of considering and you know J- James obviously working um, on the on the website of things at the time and that became you know sort of bled into that and it's kind of like, you know how can you invest character into a, a website or an online toy or something like that and obviously we don't we don't necessarily do kind of we don't we don't we don't do websites anymore but you know even say for example boards it, it's been through quite a few iterations but the you know the current one it's been the final push to to kind of make it characterful and, and make it sort of have everything that we that we believe in and that we've learned over the the last sort of few years of of generating you know in inverted commas that characterful content but it really is it's like applying that that ethos to to something you know that is essentially a a a, a, a program like a, an app but it needs to it still kind of ha- contains that that kind of joyful, characterful feeling, you know, whether it's a little animating icon or it's the way that a menu pops up or whatever, that's still a character, that still can have personality. So, so it's that, it's sort of weaving that through everything that we do and always considering that as a, as a, as a, as a starting point. Mm-hmm. So over, I mean, you, you guys started, um, I mean, Animate was kind of, has been around for, I don't know, six, seven years at this point. Um, like over those years and, and kind of over these, these kind of adventures and, and all these amazing projects that you guys have done uh, together um, I don't know what maybe you could speak about some maybe challenges that you guys faced and, and kind of how you were able to um, kind of push through them just as maybe growing pains or, or even just creatively or um, yeah what, what are some, some maybe the more diff- difficult things over the years I think that what's been kind of really great about certainly, you know, watching the way that Tom and James have kind of been um, growing the company, 
and you know kind of being involved with that myself sort of seeing the essentially wearing mistakes on on our sleeves on their sleeves um, for example you know the, the the iterations of the way that the company went you know it started off as sort of two separate things there was Chambers Gel initially and Animade um, and it was sort of like trying to work with that and Chambers Gel was a difficult name so that was kind of changed to Hover wasn't yeah, it yeah. and um, and and essentially the, the the studio building as as two kind of one studio, you know, we were all there, we were doing the same thing as interactive and animation, but that, that thing of, um, you know, the, 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 our production team had two email addresses and, and that was kind of really confusing. And whenever Tom and I would go and talk about things, Tom, James and I, or Tom and James, whatever, it, it, someone would say, so, so, so what is it? What are you doing? What, what is the studio? <laughs> it's kind of like, okay, so we're kind of like two studios, <laughs> but we're like one studio. And then at one point we made things even more complicated because we, we, we wanted to... We made a new game. We made Ready Steady Play after the sort of spiritual success of Ready Steady Bang, and, and we were like, "Well, let's have a name for it. Let's call it Cowboy, Cowboy Games." Three so then there was companies. three companies, well, <laughs> and like you know, at the time I guess it was like, "Yeah, this is a fun thing to do," but it was so confusing and it was so heavy, and mm. you know, th- you know, those you know, that was kind of it was taxing, I guess, for you guys to to work out, wasn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. It's kind of it's weird going back over it because it seems so plain and obvious that that was stupid <laughs> but it, it really wasn't it kind of everything came from something else so everything was there and it got renamed and sculpted and twisted to try and make it fit and then it just took us this long to like refine and focus down to what it is and um so i think even if it would even if we knew everything even if we had the, the kind of foresight we still be it would have been very hard to to do anything quicker because there was as well as a huge amount of kind of um, emotional attachment to everything that we did at, at the time to say oh let's not do that or it, it was uh, it's all kind of happened at its own pace and um, I think yeah. for it for the better because it, it's we, shaped, our learnings have company, just been yeah. like it's like uh, an identity just, discovery. Like it, it's yeah, just, yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like that, and I think that's where like, Ed chatting through character just then. It's like, yeah, that's that's our our point of difference. It's like that that's a that's the reason people get in touch. It's mm. it's those um, little magical moments that they see where you you are, you are touched like as a human. Something connects with you because of a a movement or a, something that just gets you emotionally and I think that yeah I, it's fascinating for us to kind of uh, kind of learn and understand ourselves at the same time as uh, everyone else really yeah. I think we, we're kind of we're still discovering we're still I mean only this past couple of months I've, I've been reading a book on it's a great little book uh, called uh, Designing for Emotion and it's yeah. by, by the guy who directed the redesign of MailChimp and it's just amazing it's so well thought through and it just has it connects so well with uh, the principles that animated being kind of gunning for and then that to see that uh, being talked about around web and and things that over the uh, that can seem so uh, formal and uh, kind of function first uh, to see people talking about connecting with emotion and humor and sadness and all those things all the ways that humans interact with things is just 
it's mind-blowing because you suddenly think what is the future of the internet it's, it it brings us back in as storytellers and um, like um, character actors in a way to to bring character into things and control people's emotions so mm. i it's really exciting um, it's a, it's an amazing yeah, time i think i think that yeah it's that it's that learning as we go and and it's still happening you know even as tom mentioned earlier with boards and and that kind of you know the the discoveries that are being made through kind of creating this product and working out you know how do we feed things back so so yeah i think that 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 was kind of like a a, a kind of a the teething problems for the studio but you know actually we wouldn't have it any other way because it very much made us what we are now yeah I um I currently find it quite difficult um, not being able to do as much animation as we yeah. should have. That's, yeah. that's a teething problem that I have right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Role, I, roles change as, as the company has oh, yeah. grown. It's sort of like yeah, yeah. that thing of... It's giving your hats away. That's yeah. Like, so and that was going, a weird one. Going from um, us kind of producing having to then suddenly control. having people saying, oh, I'm going to email this person now. Like, what? <laughs> I want to animate it and email that. Yeah, person. I think that, that you know that was a weird one. I think that I I was talking earlier about that extending that ceiling uh, on my career and you know it, through various conversations with Tom prior to starting at Animate, it was like this seems like an opportunity to to do that to kind of become part of something that is so very young and so very exciting and you know Tom and Tom and James are so massively talented and I was just kind of like you know this is a no brainer for me so. And, and immediately, straight out the gate, you know, that happened, you know, it was like, oh, I'm dealing with the budgets now and I'm, I'm emailing and I get to kind of talk to people and, you know, that's something that we've really, you know, happened upon recently is kind of like getting out there and giving lectures and talks, and, mm. um, uh, which we really enjoy doing and something that I've, I found myself you know, massively attached to. But then as the company grew and that understanding that, well, you know what, there are better people at organisation <laughs> than me. Uh, my organization is pretty terrible um, but you know I was like but I've really liked <laughs> I really liked being a producer as well as an animator that was really really fun and it I guess that the, the gradual the understanding that for the studio to work you, you employ people that excel in their area um, and you know I as a and, and accepting that it's kind of like I need to take that step back and, and kind of be a leader but somehow obviously you know and do what I do well um, you know, when it comes to sort of the animation side of things, or 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 you know, uh, directing a team, and and focusing in on that. But you know, over the years, I, I you know, you you feel like God, I'm I'm losing bits of myself here, and and maybe maybe kind of like that ceiling is kind of lowering over me. But I guess that then you kind of then you know you you kind of really think about the outlook, and we look at what animate is because that's what's been really weird. I think for for me personally is to. To think about where we were uh, five years ago, six years ago, think about where we are now uh, and understand that, you know, that journey, I've been on that journey all the way through and helped this thing kind of become what it is. And it's not that my, it's not that I'm losing my role at all. It's just that my role has been refined to a point that, you know, now, now I'm, I'm, I'm part of the cogs in this kind of, this, this wonderful machine. Um, but, you know, it's, that's great, that's perfect, that's kind of where I've always wanted to be without necessarily realising it. And, you know, I do, it would be nice to do more animation, it would be nice to kind of do more sort of creative stuff, but at the same time I get to look at this incredible team and, and think to myself, 
wow, you know, they're here, you know, they enjoyed what we did early on and now they're doing this incredible stuff and fair enough, maybe a lot of the creativity, you know, that mantle has been passed, but um, it's, it's kind of, even though it's, it, it can be a, a hang up, it's actually when you kind of sort of um, self, you have kind of a bit of a self therapy moment, you're kind of like, but no, this is, this is amazing. This is amazing to have been part of it. Yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah, Interesting journey. Delegating is hard. Yeah. yeah, I don't. You know, it's good to be a control freak. Yeah, every, I think everyone's gone through that though, because we we have kind of grown with people, and people have started off with umpteen roles and responsibilities, and it's slowly being refined. It's 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 really weird. It's very hard as a human to kind of come to terms with that. Um, mm. Even though looking at it as in a rational sense, it's it's so nice uh, or it should be <laughs> but it's uh, yeah I think every everyone on our staff has had that uh, had that kind of happen over the course of the years when we're like oh we're gonna now get a account manager to handle that side of things so PMs you have to do slightly less there but you're gonna focus more there and it's yeah it's, marketing was tough yeah uh, Amy oh, yeah. who is a, our incredible um, sort of head of marketing and she's she does she's the voice online and does all the outreach stuff and well just just does a huge amount of stuff for the studio um but you know back in the day tom and i were prattling around on facebook and we were doing these silly activities and they were really fun that was a really you know that was a really really fun time and and sort of that went away and that, that you get that moment of resistance of like no i want to hold on to my baby um <laughs> but then you suddenly realize oh that person's doing it yeah. so much better than i was <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that's a good point though, that kind of area as well, it's, it's, it's key for us to, because it was great fun doing those kind of things and we're still trying to maintain that, um, we used to do lots of kind of community-based uh, Facebook stuff like, um, what was it, Hand Solo, which was a game that we started doing in the studio when we were working on that mobile phone job where somebody draws some hands on a on a bit of paper and then passes it to somebody else who fills in the rest of the picture. So it's kind of like uh, it was consequences a fun game of... with a pair of hands and somebody fills in the rest <laughs> like of the that. Yeah, you, you, you kind was... of, you, you, the, the person that would draw the hands would draw the most suggestive, suggestive <laughs> innuendo-laden positions for the hands to be in and then it was just fun watching the results just like it being subverted back again to something perfectly innocent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so and it was... Something that people really loved, actually. Yeah, we suddenly got loads of people every Friday. We'd put some hands out there, and then we'd get 100 or so people filling in the gaps. People were doing, like, fully, like, yeah, painted spending a day on this. It was yeah. quite incredible, if only... Yeah, well, but, yeah, we try and still maintain that, I think. And, again, it's one of those things that's trying to maintain that voice and um, that connection uh, and giving it, giving it that time. I'm curious, on the... On the marketing side of things, do you like? Do you have any specific plans or strategies around that? I mean, I feel like um, for the most part, a lot a lot of people it's just you know we have a great portfolio and 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 that is what we do to market ourselves. But um, but I, that, I think that's awesome. You guys have a, a full time person that is is devoted to marketing. Could you talk a little bit about that and and maybe yeah, kind yeah. of your game plan around that? Well, it, it was very much off the back of those early days where we saw. Uh, our new business strategy was our marketing, essentially, and us putting new work up on Vimeo and then hoping the phone would go. Um, and we saw a real, really interesting correlation between uh, the dips where 
straight after we were busy, when Ed and I hadn't been able to do much kind of outreach or getting stuff on social, and we'd go quiet essentially. We'd get a client job in, we wouldn't market ourselves, so then we wouldn't fuel our client work. And there was this kind of undulation in the our kind of just the things that we're doing, we'd do client work, then we'd get quiet because nobody would get in touch, so we'd do personal work that would fuel our client work, and it was kind of this nice up and down, but it was very, um, it, was, it just formed a pattern, and we thought, actually, if we, if we actually get somebody to do this constantly throughout, that'll, that'll just maintain. Or at least be able to have like a wider view on it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, very much that's, that's kind of been the case. So now, um, you know, it, 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 we kind of look at, um, and I touched upon it uh, earlier on, uh, possibly when we weren't recording. But the, the 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 notion that you know maybe there's a public holiday coming up or something that people you know people keep an eye out for or, or are tuned into a certain day or week or yeah. month, whatever. And um, and we kind of leap upon that and and sort of Amy keeps tabs on these things and understands when a, an animator is free and it's kind of like well you know should we do something for this and um, kind of does that call out and and essentially kind of can can kind of steer that in a way and it's you know it is it's still it's based upon that idea of like we've got some free time let's do something but it's kind of it's just it's more controlled yeah slightly engineered but i think this is a, a great case of something that we we know it worked and now we're trying to we, we know it does work in its current state and we're trying to engineer it without breaking it we don't want to be uh we don't want it to become so formulaic that it's just like, oh, it's another one of these briefs that we're doing internally that's then going to be a marketing thing. Yeah, or so forcing it. Because yeah, there's yeah. been it's, occasions it's really where tough. it's like, oh, we need to do something for Christmas. <laughs> and then we've all sat down in a room uh, and Santa? looked at blank pieces of paper and gone, uh, <laughs> something? Yeah, something with Santa. So, you, so you can't you can't necessarily force this, and and you know the, it does also happen organically. You know, mm. uh, people might be doing a doodle or some, like an animation test, and it's kind of like, oh hey, what are you doing there? And and that looks really interesting, and maybe Amy will get wind of it, and it, and, and it kind of gets it organically becomes like a yeah. larger project. It's, it's still yeah. those things that feel like they are the they turn into the the real mm. kind of beautiful things, and yeah, I I think it's. Um, it's a really, it's it's a very interesting area in its mm. own right in in terms of how we're, because we're we're trying to create strategy and break down kind of analytics in terms of what platforms are working and things like that. At the same time, we still want to try stuff out. We still want to be um, innovating and uh, just enjoying the creativity mm. and. I, I, so again, it's it's one of these things where we're just. I don't think we'll ever get to the end of no, just learning on the right just right changing. way. Is it's it's just again really nice that we can uh, kind of maintain input mm. on it and make sure it's the same animated voice essentially and the same kind of uh, yeah yeah that's kind of been really important to uphold and you know there's also um, like the notes articles that we have kind of very prominently on our website now which uh, again you know Amy is a, a driving force there where um, you know it's kind of like anything from production notes on a particular project like how we made something or, or like uh, we've, we've got uh, one going up or has it gone up already today the the, the intern one mm -hmm. uh, oh, just yeah. essentially small articles um, 
about kind of like the internal workings of anime or our thoughts and um, you know and that's massively popular and then as well sort of uh, the source events as well that um, that we hold and um, essentially staying visible it's, it's all about staying visible engaging with the community uh, you know because we learn from other people you know we, we're looking at work and you know we, we the blog was sort of shut down uh, a little while ago now to make way for things like source and and notes because it was sort of like again it's that it's that constant evolution of 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 what we're doing and understanding you know you know animation blogs there's lots of them now and we you know we don't think we're bringing anything new to the table so let's try something else out and you know we we're finding things that are working we're finding things that don't work so well and you know we don't pursue them maybe that hard because of that but um, yeah we we it feels like that we're we're kind of on we're running something that's working really, really well with this kind of regular animation output and these events um, that, that kind of people get, keep people excited about following us, uh, but also it keeps us excited about kind of reaching out to that community. And it, it is all based on that. I mean, Han Solo was us reaching out and enjoying what came back. And, and mm. subsequently after that, we had the Full Sex Project, which was kind of like, this, this, this. Let's make a film in, a, in in one second. Is that possible? And seeing what the community came up with, and we got a great response from that. And you know, uh, uh, props, which again was another sort of community outreach thing where we got people to submit ideas surrounded, you know, based on a prop, and we would make an animation. So it, it it's just us, you know, feeding off the community and and hoping that we're also giving the community stuff as well. So it something that we've all, always enjoyed doing, and and having someone to control that. Is, has been really, really yeah. helpful. Mm. Well, we, we try to end each show with the same uh, few kind of quick questions. Um, so the first is, who is your dream client? <laughs> oh, Tom's just pointed at me for this. Who is my, dr- who is my, my dream client? Um, my dream client would be... <laughs> Man, that is an insane question. Uh... My dream client would be um, myself because I think that I could be, I think I can be quite difficult and I think that I can be yeah, quite demanding. But at the same time, I think I can be, you know, on a work side of things, I, I can be quite sort yeah. of easily a little bit lazy. You wouldn't get on. So I feel like that I would, I would, I would drive myself <laughs> to do better work. Um, you know, I would. I'm I would, hoping you're doing that I would, as, as, as an animation on the animation side of things. I'd be like, no, nah, I can, I can get away with not doing that thing that I kind of feel like needs doing. But nah. But then I would turn around to myself and I'd say, oh, I've noticed this thing that's not quite right. Uh, it's not feeling quite good enough. So can you make it better? Yeah. Uh, so I think that I would, through being my own client, my work would be much better. Yeah. That's, that's my really, lovely... really rubbish answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I would say. Our best clients, I'm going to do a political spin on this, our best clients have been the ones that come to us for the work that we do. Uh, so any client that comes to us and says, we want a bit of that, mm. uh, go forth and do it. We trust you to do it. Yeah. Um, they, they result in the most wonderful projects. So I'm going to be all <laughs> out there and just say anyone who believes in us. Nice. Anyone who trusts us. I prefer your own. <laughs> but I think you should also be a client. Should, I've never been a client. You should, yeah, maybe, I don't know. Can you afford us? Great. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next question. Favorite animated film? Oh, now, 
There's a there's a tricky one. <laughs> I mean, um, for me, uh, it I mean it changes as as the years roll by, but I always I always come back to uh, Pixar's Incredibles. Um, it's not like uh, just. I think because I think back to when it came out, I was probably my first year at university, so I was really at that time when you know everything was freaking cool, and you know I, I I was so into everything, and but actually that kind of you know Pixar was great, and I knew Pixar were great, but that film kind of came out and just showed me what amazing storytelling and kind of character development was, uh, and you know that was kind of for me like a turning point for them visually as well. They were just getting good at like great character rigs and and facially everything was so brilliant and everything it was so emotive and I don't know like it was it's a hugely nostalgic film for me um thinking about like going to see it so uh, you know there's there's so many films out there and there's so much independent work and all sorts that is that's amazing and I'm sure if I thought hard about it I could say loads of things but you know off the cuff I would say that for me that that's something that I could just watch again and again and again and and always appreciate for me it's, it's quite a timeless thing mm. Was that Brad Bird? It was, yeah. Mm. The amazing Brad Bird. Because <laughs> I, was, I was thinking of Iron Giant because my, uh, my wife bought me a, the Art of Iron Giant book for Christmas and it, I remember it really well. Again, I think it's a little bit of uh, kind of born in nostalgia of um, just remembering the years that uh, I had to just, yeah, it was always on um, where I worked so I saw a lot of it and then I saw it as an actual film actually sat down and watched it and I was like, oh, wow, I was getting annoyed at it because it was always on in the background in the shop I worked in, but sat down and saw it as a film. And again, it's just the character and the actual filmic wonder of it, mm. as well as all the just lovely animation and character design. It's, but yeah, there's so many. Like I says, I don't want to... It's a lot of Brad just, Bird love yeah, right exactly. now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we've interconnected our kind of... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of animated films out there. That's there a very are. Tricky, it's uh, a tough one. Tricky yeah. question. I mean, when when I was when I was like younger than that, I, you know, I, I used to love pretty much anything that Disney would throw out. The, the Lion King came at a really good time for me, and um, uh, sort of beyond that, I'm trying to think of some festival pieces that I've I've really enjoyed. Um, yeah, it's it's really difficult, but yeah, I yeah, I think I'm going to stick with my original decision. <laughs> I think, I think Incred Incredibles works for me. Uh, Love Bella it. Bella who uh, was one that I watched just before starting my animation course, and that was when I didn't know that I wanted to do animation. And I think watching that film came around the same time as I thought, hey, you could study animation, and this is an animation. Someone's done that. So there's lots of things in that film that suddenly, like, kind of inspired me and. I started to think, hey, that's a, I could do that as a yeah, life. Yeah, I had that's a my job. My first year at university, our tutor showed us Bus Stop by Matt Abbas. And for me, that just kicked my animation career off, I think, in terms of, you know, thinking about uh, like playing space and playing with, playing with space as well and mm. um, simplicity and humour. Like, it ticked all the right boxes. Um, and yeah, so that that was hugely inspirational for me. Um, yeah, there's so many. Like you, you, the more you talk about it, the more you think. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole podcast, right? So yeah, that's it. right. <laughs> All right. Next question: What do the people you love think that you do for a living? <laughs> Waste time. <laughs> <laughs> coloring in. Uh, yeah, coloring in one. has been one. Uh, 
Uh, no, Nikki, um, my wife, she's uh, she's she's kind of grown to love in her own special way what I do and understand it and appreciate it a little bit more. You know, I've I've dragged her to animation screenings where I think she's probably wanted to curl up and die inside. Um, <laughs> not really having the appreciation that I do for it, but, um, you know, it, she's been subjected to it now for, I guess, nearly 14 years. Mm. So um, she's, uh, she, she kind of understands it more. And actually, you know, there's, there's been the odd occasion where she's, she's helped me out on some of my in-betweening. It's been great. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a tricky one. Again, <laughs> well, you're right. Your, your wife works here. Yeah, but that, yeah she still doesn't know what I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I think that's yeah. I think it's been a it's been such a crazy five six years that I think my family are only just coming to terms with like the fact that it's an it's an actual thing and I have to prove it by showing them photos of the space <laughs> and the people. It's like this is like, oh what oh, okay and yeah it is that it's kind of nice in a way it's, it's kind of. It, <laughs> makes you uh, appreciate what's what's happened and mm. all the all the great talented people that we're working with every day. It's just mm. they keep on putting stuff out there that my mum sees on Facebook and she comments on it, thinking that she I comments did on it. everything. Yeah, right? she's <laughs> she like our thinks, biggest she, fan. She still thinks it's just us, though. <laughs> no, she, she doesn't. She knows that we have lots of other people, but there's that, and uh, and it's it's a lovely thing. I think it's they, everyone's very much uh, behind us. It feels. Mm. Uh, yeah. All right. The very last question: What animal did you choose for your animalator, and why? Um, we have a mouse uh, on our animalator, and this is, I guess, down to uh, I don't know. It's just one of I guess like all our great ideas. They come off the back of a very random chat about why haven't we animated a mouse. <laughs> getting clicked on the head. Yeah, more, more often than not, it's kind of like, it, it, it's a segue yeah. where we've we've kind of had a really important meeting that's got really boring uh, and then someone says something and it's kind of like, hey, wouldn't that be funny if like, yeah. it was a mouse and but you're kind of stroking it and tapping on the head like it's a mouse or... Yeah, or, scrolling its back until uh, it feels enchanted. And, and then, then there'll be sound effects. Yeah. Um, and... And that's and that's kind of where an idea might come from. Yeah, that's our that's our whole secret essentially is just to segue until we <laughs> land on something, or if that fails, uh, wordplay, puns, uh, <laughs> rhymes. Yeah, eventually something will come out of it. Um, yeah, so that's where the mouse came from, and we were yeah again we were lucky enough to be able to pass that concept on to one of our talented team and Frida did a great job uh, animating it it's, it's just beautiful and mm. we, we kept on sticking our noses in didn't we yeah like horrible <laughs> but it's yeah it's a lovely little thing so well I, yeah. I, I love it well thank you yeah. so much for, for being so generous with your time and, and coming on the show oh no problem no it's, it's been, been an utter pleasure. pleasure yeah yeah We'll do it again sometime yeah we round some, two when do we change the uh, yeah five years time when the company's making planes or something doing something completely <laughs> different another, another few pivots um, yeah awesome Animalators is part of the Gradient Podcast Network and created in collaboration between Identity Visuals and Gradient 
To learn more about the work we're doing at Identity Visuals, check out identityvisuals.com or follow us on Twitter at Identity Visuals. And you can follow us on Twitter at Animalators. Animalators.com is another great website you should check out because there you can see all the other incredible Animalators from previous guests who have been on our show. The theme music to this show was written and produced by Cody Fry. Check out more of his work at CodyFry.com. And don't forget, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, or you can listen to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Overcast, Google Play, YouTube, really anywhere you listen to your podcasts. And if you're into this podcast, we'd love for you to leave a review or drop us a note. We always love getting your feedback, and when you leave us a review on iTunes, it helps other animators find this podcast too. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I can't wait to be back in a couple weeks for another episode of Animalators. Curious conversations for the world of animation. <laughs>